Yo, Ryan Hartley here from Always Better Than Yesterday. A couple of weeks ago in our Master Heart and Mind leadership community, I shared a session on leadership is language. Back in December, I had Captain David Marquet, author of Turn the Ship Around and Leadership is Language on the podcast. I shared with our group some of the principles from Leadership is Language. The book kind of depicts the the demise and the downfall of the El Faro, um, a, a ship that went down in the uh, in the ocean. There was a storm and he's basically gone through the full manuscript, all of the communications that were had on board and he's identified many reasons why it is the leadership uh, or the use of language by the leaders on that ship that that was a driving cause behind unfortunately the the ship sinking what he he kind of says is that there's this red system and a blue system and they we have to understand the parameters of each and and the red system is one that you know we would have experienced many many years ago early manufacturing which is all about do action process control process optimization and control the the system works best when you've got processes rather than human beings thinking for themselves the second system the blue system is is what we face almost in our workplaces up and down the country every single day is is one where we require human beings to collaborate to be part of a team to think for themselves to problem solve to be innovative to try new things what he's saying is that if we're a leader that is only able to speak one of the languages either a red language or the blue language our leadership is going to be ineffective for at least 50 percent of the time there will be occasions in our work where there are processes that we just want them done uh, we don't need anything innovating, changing, challenging, solving. It just needs routine management. However, the world is not always like that. So a leader will connect with a, a different language set. They won't tell. They won't pass the information. You know, they won't demand um their way as the leader what a leader will do is they will put the information down so how many how many companies do we work for where the the manager wants to be served they want to know all the information send it all upwards well a leader in a blue system will will make the effort to put the information down to those that are making the decisions that that need the um the perspective with which the leader might have so that they can make good decisions and what one of the big things that that david marquet said in his turn the ship around is that he put the information down to the front line and and they would then escalate back up uh, a series of statements all around they intend to captain i intend to submerge the ship you know and then they would say why and what what factors they considered what this really does is it helps the leader understand the perspective and the considerations of their team without being tasky, tasky, monkey, monkey. So if we're too tasky and we do not allow our leaders to think for themselves, then what happens when they get into a situation where there is a problem and they need to think for themselves or 
when the leader doesn't actually know the best solution for the challenge. So a leader will ask different types of questions. They'll use different language, which will be around what, you know, what information do you know? What have I not considered? What have we not considered? What are we trying to achieve? How will we know when we've achieved it? What factors do you think I need to be aware of? What's brought us here? Because, you know, the leader, the language of the red model when something goes wrong is, why did that happen? How did you do that? Why did you not? It's, it's, a, it's a language which brings an emotive barrier up. And what do human beings do under pressure? They try and save themselves. So you're not likely to get the best out of an individual and solve a problem when they're too busy trying to either remove themselves from the threat and the danger of the manager or um, or actively trying try to avoid it or, or, or minimize it or blame other people, for example. A leader will use different words that will say, help me understand the situation. What factors were at play? What brought us here? How can we solve the problem? It's a different use of language, one that brings people and unites people together. It takes personal uh, threats off the table. And the reason that that's important is it because it allows the best information and the best ideas to come to the table. Ultimately, that's what the leader wants, is the best ideas to come to the table, the best solutions. Does it really matter that that leader does not feel like they're doing the accountable thing and absolutely giving someone a bollocking and, and tearing someone to pieces, that's not conducive to the best outcome. So a leader will choose their words carefully. They will choose their words wisely with intent that seeks to get the best information. Ultimately, where are we at? What do we need to know? And how can I, as the leader, help make this better for us? What do you need? How can I, as the leader, serve you so that you may go out and do the job to the best of your abilities and have great two-way communication between leader and other leaders, but also amongst the team? I hope this has been useful in some way. I highly recommend you go and check out um, episode 105 with David Marquet on the podcast. If you want to hear more about his work, all you've got to do is is just head to to YouTube or, or to David Marquet's website. He has his own podcast called The Leadership Nudge. But my friends, let me encourage you and remind you that leadership is language. And a leader will understand the situation, the people, and use great open questions to bring the best ideas to the surface, the best information to the people, and keep the team collaborative and connected my friends hope it helps i'll speak to you again soon always love